And Ew. we're back. Delete it. Uh, we're a couple days late because, not gonna lie, we're a little lazy right now. Um, well, the and coronavirus this... has forced us to stay in our house, and it has thrown off our life, our schedule, our routine. I thought yesterday was like Sunday, <laughs> and it was not. Yeah, I get to. I don't even need an alarm clock to wake up for work, and I don't have I a definite do. start time. I don't, oh yeah. I don't have a definite start time, but I have like a, you should start around this time, kind of, you know? Yeah. And so, and I go to bed kind of around midnight, and I wake up around seven, and I'm up well before I need to actually start working, so. Um, I have been unable to fall asleep until at least 3 a.m., and I wake up usually about one o'clock. Yeah, when I'm about 75% done with my work day. Because I don't have a job right now. My job's closed because um, I do therapy with children. Yeah, this is crazy times. It's closed. Um, my internship, I also do therapy with children, and that's closed. So I have to do video counseling with kids, which is weird. But that's not until the afternoon, so I wake up like an hour before, and then, you know. These is some crazy times. It's weird, man. Real weird. Um, we unfortunately watched the uh, Tiger King documentary. Oh, that was bad. Yeah. That was bad. Are you going to say your joke? The people in that show have a combined IQ of 100. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think my IQ level dropped by watching that show. Mm, yeah. I mean, just the blatant narcissism. That was coming from everyone. Like, you think you're cool because you own tigers? No, you're just a dick because and, you own tigers. And that bitch, Carol Baskin. Oh, yeah. She, she killed, killed her husband. She killed her husband for sure. Yeah. Oh, Which, like... I don't know. He just this, disappeared. After this quarantine, definitely can't blame her, but... I, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Maybe, That's not funny. Maybe, like, in Joe Dirt, when she was like, Oh, no, I pushed him into the wood chipper. He used to beat me. Maybe he beat her after <laughs> she killed him. Not. We did watch Joe Dirt the other day. So we've watched a lot of things a yeah. lot of days. Yeah. Going crazy. Alright. Uh this week is Unsolved Murders. Yeah. We just decided to decided to do Unsolved Murders. Because the new season of um BuzzFeed Unsolved came out and we were watching it and I was like, hey. Didn't we what else did we watch? We watched some other show uh american horror story oh yeah 1984 because we're late to the party because we don't have tv yeah like we don't pay for cable yeah hunters we watched hunters it was wild back yeah oh yeah hunters was good yeah Yeah, hunters was good that's on amazon prime the uh what was that what uh american horror story Mm -hmm. i like that one i really like that right I like that one better than some of the other seasons. I liked the 80s aesthetic. Yeah, I did too. Even though it's like starting to go on its way out now. Yeah. Little-ish. Till Stranger Things comes back in. Comes back for season four. But they're delayed also. Anyways. Yeah. Okay. Unsolved Murders. And guess who I'm doing? Uh, who? Carol Baskin. Nuh-uh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> uh gotcha are you going first then uh i don't care yeah don't that's care. that's fine you write paper scissors yeah I, no we can just oh i'll just go oh okay okay that's so fine. i'm doing mine on the oklahoma girl scout murders oh yeah why you gotta be so sad yeah this one's kind of sad i i got like halfway done and i was like oh shit this was a mistake <laughs> Well, it only gets worse. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, okay, so this happened on June 13th, 1977, and it occurred in Camp Scott in Mays County, Oklahoma. Unfortunately, three little Girl Scouts uh, between the ages of 8 to 10 died. Um, this hurts to say this. Uh, they were raped and murdered. Um, ugh. Their bodies were left on a trail leading to the showers, uh, which was about 150 yards from their tent. Less than two months before the murders, there was an incident with a camp counselor who had their belongings ransacked and stolen. Uh, 
And what did she find? Some gender confused wolf saying that. Oh, wait, what is it? He is. Telling uh, him that her. I don't remember. I don't know. We I just forgot. watched it the other day. Or his princess is already married. Okay. Yeah. Let's not talk about Shrek yeah. when we're And he goes, what? All right. Uh, she did find. Uh, <laughs> so when I was reading this, it said she had donuts stolen. I'm like, big fucking deal. Why are you talking about this in the story? Well, uh, there was a there handwritten was someone note. living in the woods. <laughs> there was that a was handwritten him. note in the donut box. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The writer of the note vowed that they were going to murder three campers. Oh, well. Yes. There's your sign. The director of the camp session passed the note off as a prank and discarded it. Idiot. Uh, 7 p.m. the night before the murders, the night camp officially started. A thunderstorm, this, so this happened the first night, which is really awful. Uh, 7 p.m. the night before their murders, the night camp officially started. Oh, I, idiot. I just read the same line that I said. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I know. Okay. Um, I mean, we're not professionals here. What? <laughs> You're not a professional <laughs> journalist? Great radio. Who are uh, you? The three girls, Lori... Uh, Lori Lee Farmer, Doris Denise Milner, um, and Michelle Heather Goose. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, it was spelled G-U-S-E. Uh, we're sharing the same tent, which uh, was tent number eight. They were in the tent farthest away from the camp counselor. Um, while she was there on her, uh, while the camp counselor in the morning was on her way to the shower. Um, she found the girls' body, girls' bodies, mm. in a sleeping bag in the forest. Could you imagine? No, no. I mean, no. The girls were raped, bludgeoned, and strangled. A large red flashlight was found on the top of the girls' bodies, uh, where they found a fingerprint on the lens, uh, but it ended up never actually being identified. Mm. There was also a shoe print of uh, nine and a half found in the blood of the tent um which obviously obviously they never linked uh to anyone as well um around 2 30 to 3 a.m a.m on june 13th the landowner claimed to have heard quite a bit of traffic on a remote road near the camp hmm. but i mean in in their defense like when you go camping there's people drinking and like if you just hear people wrestling around and sometimes you hear people yelling and it's just because they're drunk like you know drunk and par- you know maybe that who's partying uncharacteristic for the area uh it obviously wasn't though because they didn't do anything about it when they well, heard these kids he said that it was weird that he heard all this traffic right no he just said he just heard quite a bit of traffic yeah. Um, so there is a suspect, Jean Leory Hart, who had been sus- uh, a suspect and was a, an escapee from Mays County Jail. And he had been convicted of raping two pregnant women as uh, well as... Did fo- you just say two pregnant women? Women. Oh. Well, man. Or, whoa, men. Yeah. As well as four counts of first-degree burglary. Um, he was actually raised half a mile away, f- or only a mile away from the camp, and then he was tried in 1979, but he actually died um, while lifting weights and jogging in prison exercise yard on June 4th, 1979. Hmm. Two of the families later sued uh, Magic Empire Council and its insurer for $5 million alleging negligence because of the note, um, because of the um, and the, the fact that it was only 86 yards from the counselor's tent and there was nothing that they did. Yeah. Um, it said, oh, what did it say? It said like um, jurors 9 to 0 in favor of the council. So the council won. Or um, the, yeah, the uh, Magic Empire Council won then. So they. I don't know, court lingo. Yeah. Oh. I object. Uh, well, it would be in favor of the whatever yeah so. but what's the council the no the magic empire council 
The, and what's that? Oh, I guess it would help to explain. I think it's the counselors, like the counselor company that had like the camp counselors. I don't think that's what that means, but okay. No, it was. Why would they be sued for negligence? Well, like council is a like a, a courtroom term. No, I'm I'm almost sure. The but magic- you're saying like the. No, because it's called Magic Empire. Oh. What? I didn't know this would lead to this. What do you mean? Googling of things and stopping of things. I need to go get my computer charger. Can I do that? Uh, yeah, sure. Are you just going to talk to yourself while you do it? Yeah, or I'll talk to everyone. So, two people. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Favor of the Magic Empire Council. That's what it is. I'm telling you. But look up council in a court setting. Yeah, well, that's different. Because it would be the I don't know. Anyways, we can we can look that up. Uh, there were also DNA strands on the pillowcases um, that were found, and were believed to be linked to a woman. A woman which is weird, right? Yeah. Because they find stuff um, that were linked to a woman. You would, um, stereotypically, you would think that it's probably a man who did these. Um, but they were inconclusive um, because they were... An accomplice. Because they were too deteriorated. Oh. Um, in 1989, Reverend Gerald Manley contacted authorities and claimed to have known four men who were who were responsible for the killings, and he gave two of them names. Mm-hmm. Officials investigated the tip by the reverend, but they were unable to link the murders. Manley said that they went to the camp scout for, with four men, and they needed his Christian influence. He oh. then said he saw the dead body of one of the girls in two sleeping bags that appeared to have contained corpses. Cor- corpses. Mm. No, you don't Sorry, yeah, I know, that. I know. Of the other two Girl Scouts. How he could just seem so calm about this, never report it until somebody asks him. Does Christian influence mm. mean that you're a medium? Is that what that means? I, I have no that. idea. I don't know. So I didn't know being one with God meant you could see ghosts of... Yeah, yeah. But what do I know? I don't know. I am not one, yeah. Anyways, uh, Manley passed a lie detector test and even provided the same account while under hypnosis. Hmm. Yeah. Um, many other campers and counselors said that they heard many disturbing noises at night and heard moaning sounds coming from the direction of the murdered girls. Disgusting. Um, counselors say they investigated the noises but didn't see anything. So they said they actually got up looked around but didn't see anything why did you say disgusting because there was moaning yeah like ghosts like oh no the night that it happened oh yeah in the vicinity yes well wasn't it like the little girls like i whatever it was it doesn't matter yeah it doesn't matter still yeah um uh tent number seven so, which was not obviously not next to eight, um, reported they were woken up by someone with a flashlight around 3 a.m. Hmm. And uh, another Girl Scout said that she heard screaming from area of tent eight. She got scared. She went back in her tent. Hmm. What I, um, I, I just don't understand how one tent gets attacked and not multiples. Like, it's just this one, I, that are so close to all the others and none of the others act like anything's, you know, it was the one closest to like the woods and furthest from farthest away from the, yeah. The older people. So yeah. Um, and then somebody said that they heard someone screaming mama, mama. Mm. Yeah. Evidence was found in a cave nearby that were linked to that heart guy. Um, because he had, there were photos that he had developed. Um, 
and then they found a roll of tape and a pair of sunglasses in a vinyl case that had been taken from the camp in that cave. So, like, they found the pictures. Yeah, you get it. Mm-hmm. So, um, they think they were his. They found uh, incriminating evidence in a yeah. cave near... Right. They never found anything linked to the specific murder, but it was so close, mm-hmm. and it was linked to him that they think it could have possibly been him. Um, but he died, and he never said that he did it or never admitted to it, so they never, you know, were able to solve that one. Hmm. So, yep. It's so sad. Yeah, it is. Did you say how they, like, cut the <clears throat> the cabin tent things were, like, the canvas tents, you know? Like, each tent was, like, one of those, like, thick canvas tents. Yeah. And they cut, like, a hole in the wall of the tent with a knife. Oh, no. The murderer did. Uh-uh. I didn't That's see. how they got into the tent. They, like, They just cut, cut it hole. open. Mm-hmm. Oh. Could you imagine being woken up by... Someone, c- yeah. Cutting your... From the outside. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it is pretty That's scary. So sad. That's yeah. a very sad story. Yeah, it is. Shitty. Yeah. And it remains unsolved. Dun dun. Dun dun. The like law and order, you know. Bum, bum. Yeah. Okay. Is it my turn? Uh no. Okay. That's well, the end of the that's, show. That's uh, another all, week. That's all folks. Alright, go. Okay, mine's also the death of a young person. So this episode is just going to be sad. Um, <laughs> just like our lives right now. Yeah. Mm, right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've actually known about this case for like years. Oh, look at you. <laughs> if we were on opposite ends of this oval table, I would kick you under the <laughs> table. And I can't reach you. No, not in my weak knee. I will kick you right in your broken knee mm. um so i've known about this case for a while now because i think i initially like saw something about it on tumblr if that says hmm. anything about how long i've known about it um and then i like got into this rabbit hole of the case wasn't there wasn't there like a whole phase of like tumblr girls I don't know. oh because like they used to make fun of them on uh what was it? It's not tick. It was like TikTok before. I loved it. I forgot Vine? what. It, yeah, Vine. Like on Vine, they used to make fun of them. Oh, I don't know. Oh, but oh, okay. About Anyways. That. But um, yeah, I saw it on there, and then I like got fell into this rabbit hole of this whole case and all the weird things about it. So I have known about this for a while. And when we first started watching um, BuzzFeed Unsolved together, I commented on one of their videos, and I was like, "You should do this one." They haven't done it, but they should. Okay, so I got... We just called you guys out. Yeah, Ryan and Shane. Shane. Calling you out. His name's Ryan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, this is the death of Kendrick Johnson. What if what if they mentioned us in an episode? Since we were called out. <laughs> no. That would involve people actually yeah, listening like, to <laughs> That's what podcast. I was getting to. Um, okay, so I get 90% of my information from a really good and informative article um, titled, Why the Accidental, in quotations, Death of Kendrick Johnson Remains Suspicious Years Later, and it was by Natalie DeGroote. I am oh, is this Groot. the... I don't want to ruin it. Yeah, just keep going. Yeah, I think I know what talking. it is. I, I think told, I know what it I've is. I've told you about it Yeah, before. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so the date is January 11th. 2013 i'm there you're there yeah yeah mm-hmm. um i was no i'm like imagining myself there i know oh um i was a senior in high school getting ready to graduate <laughs> i was like three years out of high school yeah um okay so 17 year old high schooler kendrick johnson um is a student at Lowndes High School in Valdosta, Georgia. Okay? Mm-hmm. So we're at a high school in Georgia. 
His friends and family described him as a sweet and quiet boy. Just looking at pictures of him, I could tell, like, you can tell, he's just, he just looks like a sweet kid. Yeah. Um, he was a triple sport athlete, and he dreamed of becoming a professional football player. Um, so, like any other day, Kendrick was playing basketball in his high school gym with some other students. Um, and when Kendrick didn't come home that afternoon from school, his parents made a phone call to the police. So, the next day, we're at the school again. We're in the gym again. Some students that were in the gym um, climbed on top of some rolled up wrestling mats. So you imagine a giant like foam rubber mat, those blue ones with like the fuzzy material on top, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Rolled up and a bunch of them are placed against the wall, one part of this gym. So these students are climbing on top of them. And they find um, Kendrick Johnson's dead body. So, when authorities arrived, they said that um, Kendrick's body had appeared to have gotten stuck inside one of the rolled-up wrestling mats um, when he had jumped in to grab his shoes that he often stored inside the mats. So, these mats are six feet tall. They're rolled up. They're standing vertically. So, there's... The opening on the top and an opening on the bottom. He, it seemingly appears that he jumped inside this opening mm-hmm. um, to get his tennis shoes. So, um, friends of Kendrick's told police that students would often store things on the inside of the mats to avoid having to pay for a locker at the school, which is like, why, why did you have to pay for lockers at your high school? It's weird. Did you have to do that? You went to a big high school. No. No? We didn't have to do that. Mm-mm. Um, strange. I don't know. That's a side note. Weird thing is we also had enough people or, like, enough lockers for the people, which is weird because we outgrew the school. Like, there, we had trailers outside mm-hmm. that had classrooms and stuff well, because, like... You had, what, three? Uh, what? How many kids do you have in your high school? In my high school? Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. How many kids? Thousands. Yeah. How many kids were in your graduating class? Close to 600. So, roughly like 2,400 kids in the school? Maybe, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, this high school had about 3,000. Yeah. It's a little bit bigger than your high school. Yeah. (laughs) I had 150 kids in my high school. (laughs) Okay. So, um... Total combined. Total, yeah. That was 9th through 12th grade. Um, so... Yeah, kids would often put their things in these, inside these mats to avoid having to pay for lockers. So when his body was found, he had on only socks, um, and one arm was outstretched towards the ground, and one arm was tucked next to him. So it looked like he had jumped in this opening and was reaching for a shoe, the bottom of it. One sneaker was shoved behind his knees, so maybe he grabbed it, brought it up, put it behind him you know mm-hmm. i'm reenacting this people listening can't see this but um so it one shoe was shoved behind his knees and one shoe was on the ground below him so an autopsy was performed and it deduced that kendrick died of positional asphyxia or suffocating due to being upside down too long in a small space um so his death was ruled an accident and just a warning if you google this case Pictures of the scene do... No, I'm not doing it. I, you, I think you've shown me before. Do come up, so be cautious. They are not most crime scenes or, you know, scenes right. of a dead body aren't nice to look at. These are especially gruesome. Yeah. Um, so just be cautious when doing that. Um, so <coughs> here is where things get weird. The wrestling mat, when rolled up, had an opening in the center... That was 14 inches in diameter. So a little over a foot. Kendrick's shoulder width was 19 inches. Well over 14 inches. Um, So he could, like, scrunch his shoulders together to make them smaller, but 
when his parents saw the size of the opening, they were like, there is no way he could have fit in that. Um, also, okay, it's going to get a little gruesome. When you die and you're upside down, what do you think happens? All the blood goes to your head. Yeah, okay, so blood drains from your body. It's not pumping anymore. It doesn't have anywhere to go, so it follows gravity. So if you're laying on your back and you die, all your blood's going to pull around your back or, you know, whatever point is touching the ground. He was upside down, so all the blood went towards his face. And because that happened, um, it came out of the orifices of his Mm. face. It came out of his nose, his mouth, his eyes, his ears. Um, So when the blood dripped from his face, there was a puddle that formed on the ground beneath him, right? You're upside down. Blood's going to drip downward. Um, But the shoe that was found on the floor had no blood on it. Hmm. The shoe was lying on top of the pool of blood. Well, was it off enough to the like the side? Maybe. We don't know. Yeah. That it just like dripped around it. Yeah, right. Maybe. Still think it's weird that no blood got on the shoe. Yeah, but and I mean even if it's fourteen inch opening. Yeah, but if even if it's off to the side just enough. Okay. That's not the only weird thing. Um, additionally, at the time of Kendrick's death, there were clothes found lying on the floor of the gym next to a wall, and this wall had blood splatters on it. That's weird. Um, the police tested the blood and said that it wasn't Kendrick's, um, but they didn't take the clothes into evidence. So they don't know whose the clothes are. Negligence. Yes. Um, another weird thing that happened was the surveillance footage in the gym at the time of Kendrick's death um so this surveillance footage had no timestamp on it which doesn't help us it was released to cnn and they showed it and it um it shows kendrick running into the gym and he like runs out of frame Mm -hmm. and then it's like really it's a really choppy video so it'll show him like there's no one else in the gym and it'll show him running out of the frame of the video camera and then like as soon as he's out of the frame like kids will appear underneath the basketball hoop playing basketball deleted so um forensic experts evaluated the video and believe it's highly suspicious and this evaluation found that over an hour of time is missing from the tape and guess what time this was. Guess what hour this was. Oh my gosh. Delayed it. <laughs> it is the time, around the time Kendrick would have climbed into the mats. Coincidence? I think not. Yeah. So that part of the um, surveillance footage is missing. But the thing is, is like, I don't think any high school kids could just grab surveillance video like that. Who said it was high school kids? I know. That's what I'm saying. That's where oh, I'm getting to. We'll get into it. Um... So, over an hour on the tape missing. Okay, so. Um, and another thing that is also weird about the case. Um, uh, sorry, we're saying that this is, this is a decent-sized school, right? Yeah, 3,000 okay. kids. Yeah. So, yeah, like, in my school, no fucking chance that, like, kids would get to that. Like What? Surveillance footage. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Like, your school, maybe it would be cameras. easier. Uh, or that, yeah. <laughs> That's true also. Yeah, we but didn't yeah. have cameras in our... Yeah. We had fake cameras. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, anyway, sorry. Um, so... I was just putting my tinfoil hat on. Yeah, no, do it. Keep it on. Um, so, there is a... So, this virus is... No, I'm just okay, kidding. <laughs> there is a Georgia state law that says once a dead body is discovered, the coroner must immediately be contacted, but... Bill Watson, the Lowndes County coroner, stated that he was not notified of Kendrick's body until six hours after it was discovered. Hmm. <clears throat> now, I don't know about you and what <clears throat> your relation to time is, but six hours definitely isn't immediately after his body was found. Right. That's a wait. That's half a day. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, also, wait. at the... Re- Six isn't half a day. 
Well, if you're awake for like 12 oh, hours. Okay. Half of an awake day. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I worded that weird. And in my head, it made sense. Half of the time that you, you are... Had, you had me questioning. I'm like, wait. Half <laughs> of the time that you are functioning in society, a quarter of a day. Oh. Um, so at the request of Kendrick's parents on May 8th, 2013, a judge granted Kendrick Johnson's body to be exhumed. Um, so a private pathologist was hired to carry out a second autopsy. And this time, the autopsy revealed that Kendrick Johnson had suffered hemorrhaging on the right side of his neck, which meant that he likely died from blunt force trauma. And after evaluating the um, hemorrhaging, they said that it was likely due to being struck with roughly a 45-pound dumbbell, which if you are in a gym at a school, there's probably a weight room nearby. And that's not light. That is a huge dumbbell. Yeah. That is a heavy dumbbell. Right. Like, I struggle picking up a 20-pound dumbbell. <laughs> and a 45-pound dumbbell, yeah. Yeah, no, that's huge. You yeah, kill that's, someone that's pretty that. good size. Um, so the pathologist concluded that his death was not an accident. So. How do you just miss that the first time? Well, like with a big one, like, I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. Um, so when the body underwent its second autopsy, it was revealed that some of Johnson's organs were missing and in their place was newspaper. Do you smell that? What? Something smells a little fishy. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> um, so having newspaper put into dead bodies isn't uncommon. It's actually... Very common. When oh, I didn't you, know that. When you embalm a body, they usually take all the organs out and they have to stuff the body to make it so it doesn't like cave in, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the, a lot of the times they'll do sawdust and they'll do, or they'll do newspaper or some other kind of stuffing. Ugh. Um. So a lot of his organs were missing and there was newspaper in there instead. But the Georgia Bureau of Investigation stated that after the first autopsy, Kendrick's organs were put back inside of his body. What? And the body was sent to the funeral home. But when the funeral home, when the body arrived at the funeral home, they were like, um, there's no organs in this body at all. Whoa. So someone either really messed up or they're really lying about something. Yeah, right. So during the second autopsy, autopsy nothing could be further tested in his organs because they yeah. were missing and someone lied about them being gone um, or being... Why would they hide them? Like drugs, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Black market? Maybe. Who knows? Um, all right. So I'm not saying anyone murdered him. I'm not blaming anybody. I'm not pointing any fingers. Please do not sue me. I'm just stating what Kendrick's parents believe. Okay. So in 2014, Kendrick Johnson's parents filed a wrongful death suit against the school's officials, alleging that Johnson, that Kendrick... Johnson had been harassed by a white student which went neglected by the school and they believe it was due to him being black the the video camera thing is just I mean that's yeah that's just that's pretty incriminating so, like the video camera do you know if the wrestling mat was in view of the camera yeah I watched oh. you can watch the so like the whole thing would have been caught on the yes. camera yes yeah, you can yeah. you can watch the surveillance yeah. videos online. Yeah, and they're That's very. It looks like um. Like it's not a fluid video. It's very like frame by frame. Yeah, it's very choppy, and right. the um, mats can be seen in the frame. They're really blurry, but you can still see them. Yeah. So you definitely and he's wearing a white shirt. Yeah. In the videos, like he. Yeah. White shirt, black hair. So you would have been able to see like a white blob like jumping into these mats. You yeah. Know? Like what I'm, what I was getting to is like I didn't know if they were out of the screw, out of the nope. view, and like even though there's a time jump, like we still wouldn't know exactly yeah. what would happen. But it sounds like we no, would be able to see, see everything. Yeah. yeah, you can see them. Um, so like at the end, do you see those shoes or anything in the camera view? No, it's all missing. In the mat? You mean? What do you mean? Like was his, sh his shoes were popping out at the top, right? 
Like no. He had one? His his shoes were apparently down on the bottom, and there was one, like, tucked. Oh, so he like, was, like, in, in. Were, like, the back of his knees, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, so okay. he was, the mats were six feet tall. He was 5'10". Oh, okay. So okay, never mind. So he would have barely just been a little bit shorter. Yeah. Than, so once all the way in, he would have yeah. not been able to be seen. But, right. Um, yeah, so they had filed... Um, they filed a wrongful death suit, and they said that he, Kendrick, had been harassed by a white student previously in the school, but the school didn't do anything about it, and that it was because he was black that he was harassed, I or mean, that was part of it. Um, I wouldn't put it past him. But right, so, and I'll get this into... This is Georgia, though, so it's like oh, larger... Oh, I'll get into yeah. racial issues oh, okay. in this area. Okay, so the murder of Johnson is believed to have been... At the hands of two white brothers, Brian and Brandon Bell. Not saying they did it, just saying mm. what has been put on the interwebs. Mm. Um, and it's believed that they killed Kendrick because of a fight they had had with him over a year earlier that had escalated. Um, so the Johnsons, Kendrick's parents, also accused the two brothers, their father, who was an FBI agent at the time of Kendrick's death of covering up the murder by manipulating the school and authorities involved in investigating Johnson's death. Which is, um, I mean, highly, highly possible. Um, also, I think the lack of experience on the, um, the police force of the area mm-hmm. probably don't deal with a lot of Possibly homicide cases. So when you say homicide, it cracks me up. Homicide cases. Homicide. So there was probably a lot of inexperience there, which probably led to a lot of mistakes. Um, so I was looking up racism in um, Valdosta, and apparently it's a thing. Well, I, I mean, mean it's it's <laughs> everywhere. I was gonna say what? It's everywhere. But you had to look it up to see if it was no, anywhere. No, I mean it's. <laughs> It's everywhere, but apparently it's a issue in Valdosta. So in the 1800s, there was a race riot. Well, first, it's the South. Yeah, it's Georgia. Yeah. Um, you get. There's both. You there's get, a lot. There's heavy populations of both though down there. Yeah. Well, you have the black people, but, and then you have the white people who typically are Southern conservative. Yeah. Yeah, like the white people down there are Confederate white. army. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, in the 1800s, there was a race riot. So, that's just starting us off there. Um, apparently, okay, so there was this issue of Kendrick's death. Um, Wait, what year there was, was there a race riot? 1886. Oh, 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 never mind, never mind. Um. Well, but, I mean, that sets a precedent for the yeah. way... The way that... Yeah, that can set, like, a whole um, ambiance of the yeah. way people are in a Yeah. Town. I mean, that was long... Yeah, no, no. Yeah. I mean, that's why we think we do now, because of I mean, our we, ancestors. I mean, there's still effects of slavery. That, that's Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what... That's yeah. what I'm saying. You're right. There's, yeah. like people still act weird because yeah of fine then fine you're right <laughs> um Michael so <laughs> okay um <laughs> apparently the very high school that kendrick went to um what did i say it was called loun loundus uh i don't know <laughs> La- oh no that's last week's story um yeah, Lowndes High School. Okay, so at Lowndes High School, apparently, there was this huge issue with... So they have their regular prom, right? Yeah. Their junior prom for seniors. They have juniors. a winter formal? No. Oh. Prom. Oh. Well, you said the regular prom, so I thought they, this was going to be like... Well, uh, they have their regular prom, and then apparently, parents of some students host a second prom that happens at like a student's house 
and people have said that this is racially um, exclusive. This event is racially well, exclusive. Well, it's probably a higher class. Well, the parents that do this were interviewed, and they're like, we don't exclude anybody. Um, we just let our kids invite whoever they want to invite. They're like, we don't, what? I don't know. I heard something. but I, I pushed this chair. Oh, oh, that's what I, yeah. They were like, we don't let our kids invite, like, the thugs and the, like, troublemakers. Yeah. So it's like, mm, what do white people usually think of when they hear the word thug? You think of, like, you're trained to think of a black person, right? Um, so, yeah, people have said this is a racially segregated party, and I don't know. I I haven't attended, so I can't say, but, um, and then also in 2000... I have no idea about this, yeah. In 2016, um, a cheerleader for the same high school, um, what's it called? Damn, Lowndes High School. There's a cheerleader. Do you even know the topic you're talking about? Hey, eat more balls. Okay, so a cheerleader on the Lowndes High School cheerleading team, her mother filed um, a $500 fine against the Georgia High School Association because... Only 500 bucks. Well, maybe that's all they could prove or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Um... Because it's going to cost way more than that to just get a lawyer. The fines imposed are due to a lack of direct supervision of community coaches, according to the documents submitted to the Valdosta Daily Times by the the parent of the cheerleader. Um, mm. So they're saying there's not enough supervision with these coaches. Apparently, her daughter, who is black, received a gift from the cheerleading c- coach. I guess all these cheerleaders received a gift. What she received was um, watermelon candy, a, cro- oh. a cross, and a football. So they're saying that it was yeah. Her mom was like, um, this is racist because apparently none of the other girls got that present. Yeah. I don't Maybe yeah. it just really looked bad. Well, I, I don't get the cross in the football though. Cross? Oh. Oh yeah. No, yeah. Football, I don't get the football. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Um, but I'm also white and I don't know anything about sports, so maybe there's something there i don't know uh, that one i don't know i have no idea um that's yeah i don't know but and this m- the mom of this says um you know what though kids are fucking mean so uh i wouldn't put it past well the coach gave these presents yeah yeah um yeah so it says the pre- the predominantly white cheerleading squad is engaged in camps photo shoots and social media according to the mother of this cheerleader. When um, while the predominantly African-American varsity basketball cheer squad has been left out in the cold without a cheer coach or administrative guidance. Yeah, and like to, to bounce off that, uh, so we, when I was in high school, um, we had coaches and they were like in with the popular kids. Like yeah. they were one of them. Mm-hmm. Like they would act talk the lingo um they were favored in the you know like the teacher favored them yeah the kids favored those teachers yeah yeah so if the yeah kids are fucking mean so if the kids think it's funny and cool i wouldn't put past the teachers that they would do that too yeah because i know there were teachers that were like i don't I, i wouldn't say they would do that but they they would try they to be so cool. Any, they yeah. wouldn't say anything. Maybe yeah. The coaches would try to be so cool with the the preps that That's they would. Gross. Yeah. Like you're a grown adult. These are children. Oh, I know. Those those teachers For didn't real? like me because I saw I saw through that shit. Like. Oh, did you? Yeah. You like saw through them. Yeah. You're like you're I, so fake. Yeah, I did. <laughs> no, I fucking hated it. 
because yeah. I hated those kids. Because you were a little skater Bieber rebel. Yeah, I was. With your Bieber. Hair. I was a skater boy, and I said, "See you later, boy." I don't know. I don't have any points. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I lifted up my hand like I was going to say something. Um. So yeah, that is the case of Kendrick Johnson's death. Very suspicious. Hmm. Very strange. Um. Unfortunately, his parents have been made to pay like over three hundred thousand dollars um for what for like defamation like people have sued them that's disgusting for defamation yeah um so it didn't it hasn't ended well yet yeah there's no happy ending yet for this case so i mean right there's never going to be but there's no justice in this case yet very very strange i believe it's very racially charged um and that maybe is why it hasn't had a good ending yet. Um, so, yeah, Kendrick Johnson. Hmm. Mm. Yep. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. What's next week? Just do Unsolved again? No. What? Let's do, like, medical. Oh, like virus. No, well... Yeah, let's just do medical murders or, like, deaths or something. Oh, and, and like, this virus has gotten Joe Diffie, who is a country singer. Um, and then the Never heard s- of the him. guy from Fountains of Wayne. I'm pretty sure it was the singer. Stacy. 99% sure it was the singer. Yeah. Yeah, oh. Stacy's mom's got it going on. Anyways, okay, all right. Uh, so the virus. So we'll do medical viruses. No, just medical. Medical? Okay. I don't want to limit to my, myself to just viruses. Oh, okay. 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 All right. Well, we'll do that next week then. Okay. All right. Bye. Wait, what about my, my Oh, quiz? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's right. Almost. What the heck? She wanted her quiz. Um. Let's see. Okay. So this week we're going to do Richard Ramirez. So I'm just kidding. Uh, let me find it. Who is in season nine of American Horror Story? Yeah. I thought about doing his, um, but you know too fucking much about him. Yeah. Oh, I know a lot about that weirdo. Yeah. I was, I was doing a lot and I was like, man, she'll get it. And then I was like, oh no, she won't get this one. Oh no, she'll get it. Do you know how he died? Who? Richard Ramirez. Didn't he have like an STI or something? Oh, B-self lymphoma. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know uh, what that is. That's but. the only thing I had for him on my th- notes here. And then I, w- I started reading more, and I was like, no, these are too easy. She'll, she'll get it. He uh, was so messed up. Uh, Great cheekbones, but very messed up. Ew, but ugly teeth. Um, okay. So the one I'm doing is the one of the most prolific serial killers in history. Uh, he has estimated around 250 victims. Okay. He died by hanging himself on the eve of his 58th birthday. Okay. When he was in high school, he excelled in sports as a distance runner and was, (laughs) I didn't know this was a thing, vice captain of the athletics team. He was actually really close to his maja, and she died of lung cancer. He had four children with his wife, Primrose. What year is this? Mm, the 70s. Of course. Yeah. Uh, he, this is crazy, too. He studied medicine and graduated college in 1970. And his first job was actually a general practitioner. So he probably killed people through his job, I'm guessing? Mm, no. Hmm. He didn't use his job to kill people in hospitals? Mm, no. Because uh, 250 is a lot to just yeah, casually right. be killing. Uh, but if you make it look like... Well, right, like that Dr. Death dude. Yeah. Um, I don't... No, I don't, I don't think so. Hold on. Let me make sure. He, he didn't use his job, but he... Um, 
like like it wasn't his job but he, he used the drugs that he could get from his job mm. okay tell me more um let me pull that back up uh he had four children with his wife primrose um uh, he was so how he got caught was he was the last person to see uh, his last victim alive and they missed it but her body was uh, exhumed and found traces of heroin um, which was then traced to the killer uh, when uh, when they questioned him he said that she was an addict and it was all because of her addiction um and then discovery later, uh, he said that there were like notes that she had written to him about like all this addiction and stuff. And later they discovered notes on his computer that revealed he had killed her and then written all these letters like back and forth acting as her. And they found that they were written after she died. Ooh. Yeah. And since they figured that out and then figured out that he was the last one to see her alive. Wait. They emailed each other in the 70s? No, they were just like letters. Oh. Like they somehow knew that they were... Ri- I, but they I were don't know. found on his computer? Oh, wait. No, no, that that one... I think that one was later. The, he started in the 70s. Oh. That, that one was later. Yeah, good catch. But that one was like... Yeah, that was in the 90s. Okay. Yeah. Where was this at? Uh, oh, this is probably why you don't know him as much. Because it's in England. Yeah, I don't know who this is. Oh, really? Yeah. Harold Shipman. Never heard of him. Oh. Never heard of him. Mm. Now you heard. I only know American serial killers. Oh, okay. Well, I'll go. I'm patriotic. <laughs> I'll, I'll go. I'll go towards those the next time then. 250 people. Yeah. Dang, that's a lot. Yeah. That's that's suspected though. Um. It's estimated, so it's not for sure, but yeah. Crazy. Okay. Okay, for real this time. Yeah. Alright. Alright, bye!